right. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 1 through 16. Say this in the Word of God. And it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day and would let him go no more home to his father's house. And Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments, even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. And it came to pass as they came, when David was returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, that the women came out of all cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tabrets, with joy, and with instruments of music. And the women answered one another as they played and said, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. And Saul was very wroth, and the saying displeased him. And he said, They have ascribed unto David ten thousand, and to me they have ascribed but thousands. And what can have more? they more but have the kingdom? And Saul eyed David from that day and forward. And it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from God came upon Saul. And he prophesied in the midst of the house. And David played with his hand as at other times. And there was a javelin in Saul's hand. And Saul cast the javelin for he said, I will smite David even to the wall with it. And David avoided out of his presence twice. And Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him and was departed from Saul. Therefore Saul removed him from him and made him captain over a thousand. And he went out and came men before the people. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways, and the Lord was with him. Wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. Verse 16, but all Israel and Judah loved David because he went out and came in before them. Let's pray. Father, again, we come before you through the blood name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, Lord, we thank you uh, dear God, that we have a cross that we can draw near to. Lord, we're glad there's still power in the blood. And Lord God, we're, we're just glad that you're good and merciful and you're altogether lovely. Lord, we thank you for hearing our prayer. Lord, we thank you for answers that we've seen uh, concerning Mr. Hall and others, uh, dear God, that are doing better and that have been healed and uh, back among us. Lord, we pray you just continue to touch people physically. Lord, we pray for the spiritual needs that were mentioned. We think of uh, the situation there in China and the situation in Papua New Guinea and others, uh, dear God, that you would just uh, guide and work in hearts and lives there. Lord, we know the transforming power of the gospel, uh, dear God. And Lord, you're able to, where there's war, uh, turn it into peace. Uh, but Lord, that first they need to get peace in their hearts. And uh, Lord, I pray you just give people wisdom that's needed, grace that's needed, uh, guidance, and Lord, uh, maybe uh, uh, financial needs that uh, are upon uh, pe people, and maybe the job. Lord, I think of uh, Joseph and all the job situation there, and just many things, God, we commit them to you. Now again, Lord, uh, teach us through your word. Help us continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, just as uh, I mentioned here in verses 1 through 4, it talks about uh, uh, the relationship there that develops between Jonathan and David. And I love how it says in verse 1, Jonathan was knit with the soul to David. I love that uh, thought right there. That word knit means to, to bind or tie together, to bind or tie together. You know, uh, uh, you think of the uh, there in uh, Genesis and uh, where it mentions about how Jacob, how his life was sort of dependent upon Benjamin. 
right? It says in Genesis 44, uh, verses uh, 30 and 31, it says this. Now, therefore, now, of course, this is one of the brothers talking when they're uh, before Joseph and they don't know it, right? And he says about Benjamin, and then they're saying, well, hey, listen, uh, our, our father, uh, his heart is really, uh, uh, you know, uh, tied to our brother Benjamin. It says this in uh, Genesis 44, 30. Now, therefore, when I come to thy servant, my father, and the lad be not with us, seeing, notice this, his life is bound up in the lad's life. What a statement. His life is bound up in the lad's life. And so that's the thought. They're being knit together, right? That their hearts are bound, their lives are bound together, right? And it says in verse 31, it shall come to pass when he seeth that the lad is not with us, that he will die, and thy servant shall bring down the gray hairs of the servant our father with sorrow to the grave. So what he's saying, hey, whatever affects the son's going to affect the father. And so that's how it was with David and Jonathan. They were knit together, and what affected David affected Jonathan. You know, that's how it's supposed to be in the church. It says in Colossians 2, 2, that their hearts might be comforted, what? Being knit together in love as a church, right? Our hearts are supposed to be bound up one another. Our lives are supposed to be bound up one to another. What affects one? should affect the other. Hey, when I hear something that affects my brother or sister, I should say, hey, I want that to affect me. I want that to burden my heart. I want to care what's going on in other people's lives. So I like that thought. It says, they, it says Jonathan was knit with the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And again, uh, what affects the other? You know, Jonathan loved David. In fact, the whole nation loved David, but he had a special relationship with Jonathan. Have you ever had a friend like that? Anybody could think of somebody that maybe they had a friend like that? Yeah, see, of course, uh, my friend Brother Crab, that's the Lord, put us together. He knit our hearts uh, uh, together. And it says, you know, Jonathan, what did he do? He started giving things to David. He said, man, I want you to take my sword, you know. Uh, he was willing to give anything to David. Well, that's how I felt about my friend, man. I knew that, I knew that he would do anything for me. And I think he knew that I would do anything for him. And it's great to have people like that in your, your, your life. But I want to focus on some things here about David in these other verses. I want to look at the, uh, I put it this way, the correct, consistent conduct of David. Look at that thought, the correct, consistent conduct of David. You know, of course, we know David was a leader. And I, I've, I've uh, I mentioned this again about leadership, right? Uh, leadership, again, is not just about uh, being given a position, Right. Uh, positional leadership is, uh, again, the lowest level of leadership. People think, oh, if I could just get a position. Right. And having a position, of course, you know, if you're a manager or a supervisor or something that does carry some weight, you know, with what you with what you do, some weight and authority. But really, again, leadership is about influence and your ability to influence people. Right. If, if, and if you're, your only ability to influence people is based upon your position, really, then really you're not uh, a leader. You're just a person that happens to have a position. You get to, tell, get to tell people what to do. But David was, again, a real leader. That's why I like to read about David. And so when you study life of David, right, whether he was in the cave, remember we talked about all those people came to him, or as we see in these verses, if he was a military commander, as we see here, he was put in charge of, of the military. Or if he was just, then he gets demoted and he just becomes a captain over a, a thousand. But it didn't matter if he was in the cave 
or if he was a, a commander over the army, or if he was just a captain, David influenced and impacted all those around him because he was a leader no matter what his position might be in the organization. And uh, young people, that's a good thing for you to understand, right, as we'll see in these verses, right? It's not really about if you have a certain position in an organization. It's about your, your ability, amen, to, to, to influence people and have an impact on those around you. So because remember, we see here, right, Saul had the position. He was king. Saul had the position, but who had the influence? David did, see? So it's about more than just a position. Uh, Paul, Saul had the highest position. He was the king. But yet again, it was David that had the hearts of uh, the people. And you know what? I'd rather have the hearts of the people than just some position. So uh, uh, again, young people don't think, oh, you know, if I get this job or I get some education or I get the right position, I'll do something. Again, David had influence, not because he always had the right position, but as we'll see in these verses, because he was always the right person or the right type of person. So uh, 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 I say to everyone, but again, to encourage the young people, you know, uh, you focus on just being the right person. And if God wants you to have a position, he'll give you the right position. But realize that if you're the right person and the person that God would have you to be, wherever you are, you can have a proper impact and a proper influence on people. So focus on being the right type of person and you'll always have a position of influence no matter what title you carry, amen? You can be a person of influence. So note how the people thought of David, right? Uh, And of course, we know David became king. And of course, his uh, whole life, even though he didn't always get things right, he was always, amen, uh, considered a great leader to the people. I like what they say about David sort of jumping ahead when he was near the end of his life. You remember when he was near the end of his life and uh, they were going into battle and David wanted to go? Yeah, uh, I love what they, they said. Uh, they didn't want him to go. And they made this statement about David in 2 Samuel 18. Verse 3, it says this, But the people answered, Thou shalt not go forth, for if we flee away, they will not care for us. Talk about the enemy. Neither if half of us die will they care. But now thou art worth 10,000 of us. Therefore, it is better that thou secure us out of the city. Think about this. They say, listen, you're worth 10,000 of us. What, what, what a wonderful thing to have that kind of impact on people's lives. Amen. That they say, oh, no, uh-uh. listen, uh, uh, they, this nation doesn't need us. The nation needs people like you to, to stick around and be a proper influence. Boy, what, wouldn't we like to have that, that testa, testimony one day? So uh, let, let us notice verse 13. It says, uh, remember, he had been given another position. Then he was demoted. Verse 13 says this, Therefore Saul removed him from him and made his, him captain over a thousand. And he, look at this. And he went out and came in before the paper, people. Even though he, his position changed, the way he conducted himself uh, did not change. You see, because David didn't care about position or who was in the lead. It was about just being in the Lord's will, just serving him, trusting the Lord with what happens in your life. And that's how it should be. Hey, I'm glad to be part of the church. It doesn't matter to me what position God gives me in the church. Hey, if he wants me to be a pastor, okay, I'll be pastor. But if he says, hey, I want you just to uh, become the janitor, and I'm not just saying that, hey, that's fine. 
Hey, I'm just glad to be part of the organization. I'm just glad to be part of the team. However, God wants to organize that team. That's up to him. And that's how David felt. Hey, it doesn't matter to me if, uh, if, uh, uh, if I'm the king right now or if I'm the uh, uh, commander or uh, if I'm the shepherd boy or if I'm over a thousand. Hey, I'm just glad to be among God's people. I'm just glad to be able to be a witness uh, before other people. You know, that reminds me of Barnabas in the New Testament. That's how he was, right? He went to Saul, right? It was Barnabas and Saul and Barnabas led the way and then God began to use Paul and then it became Paul and Barnabas and uh, uh, Barnabas didn't care uh, who was in the lead. He had the right spirit and the right attitude and that's what uh, we should want to have. But notice this statement, what it says, uh, what it says about uh, David, right? Uh, Notice verse five. Notice verse five. Look here, it says, and David went out whithersoever Saul sent him and notice the statement, and behaved himself wisely, and behaved himself wisely. Now jump down to verse 14. And it said, and, and David behaved himself wisely in all his ways. Verse 5 said he behaved himself wisely. Here it says he behaved himself wisely in all his ways. And then verse 15, wherefore, when Saul saw that, look, he behaved himself very wisely. So notice it makes, it makes th- this statement about David three times, no matter what his position was. It says he behaved himself wisely. And that statement, behave wisely, means to act with insight, to conduct oneself with prudence, to act with devotion. So again, it wasn't about the position that David had, right? It was about doing the right thing, being the right person, about conducting himself correctly uh, in whatever opportunity he was given, right? He wasn't a man of pride. I like this psalm that David wrote, Psalm 131. Turn over there for a moment, and you, you see the word behaved there again. Psalm 131 sort of shows you the heart of David. Psalm 131, just a short psalm of three verses, says this. Look what David said. He said, my Lord, my, 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 he said, Lord, my heart is not haughty. It's not full of pride. My, my heart is not haughty. That means arrogant. The word haughty means arrogant. He said, Lord, my heart is not arrogant. And again, we see in over there in 1 Samuel 18 that it wasn't arrogant because no matter what position he had, whether a high position or a lowly position or just playing the harp, he conducted himself the same way. His heart was not hot. He wasn't arrogant, nor mine eyes lofty. He wasn't looking for that higher position. Neither do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. Notice verse 2, for surely I have behaved, right? It said over there in 1 Timothy, he behaved himself wisely. And notice how he says he behaves himself here. I, I have behaved and quieted myself, right? Myself as a child that is weaned of his mother. My soul is even as a weaned child. Let Israel hope in the Lord from henceforth and forevermore. I like that word, quiet. It means that what is David saying when he says, I behaved and quieted myself? This is what he's saying. He's saying, listen, I'm not emotionally distressed. (laughs) Hey, despite what's going on around me, hey, if I have any type of position, he said, I'm not arrogant about it. I'm not prideful about it. He said, uh, 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 nothing's going on. I'm not emotionally distressed. He says, I'm quiet and relaxed. He's sort of saying this, my heart, 
my mind and my emotions are able to be still. Boy, don't you like it when you're in that state? <laughs> Seems like there's always something stirred up. Hey, listen, he says, I'm not stirred up. He said, listen, I'm trusting the Lord. And because I'm trusting the Lord, my heart, my mind, and my emotion is able just to be still and relax in that the Lord is in control. Amen. And uh, I can trust him with what's going on in my life. He says, because my hope is in the Lord. And so we see in these verses in 1 Samuel 18, David had a position, he had popularity, and he had pull or influence. And it didn't matter about, but to David, it didn't matter about his position. It didn't matter about his popularity. It didn't matter about his pull, if you will. Nothing affected his, his consistent, correct behavior. Nothing affected his consistent, correct behavior. You see, so uh, uh, I, 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 this is what David understood. Be who you are, where you are, whatever you are. That's a good way to look at it. And that's why I say that a lot, because I want young people to understand, listen, be who you are, wherever you are, and whatever you are, whatever your position. If you're, at, if you're, if you're just at an entry-level position, be who you are. And if you get promoted, amen, to a higher position, still be the same person. Still be who you are. Just realize God's given you opportunity maybe to have influence in more people's lives. So David didn't matter whether he was over a few sheep or whether he was over the army. David was still who he was, where he was, no matter what his position because, you see, David did not find his self-worth in a position, in being popular or in having pull or influence with people, but he found his self-worth, if you will, in his personal relationship with his Lord. That's what motivated David, his personal relationship with his Lord. Psalm 42, you know this psalm. I'll give you verses 1 and 2. This showed David's heart. This showed David's relationship with his Lord. Psalm 42, 1 and 2 says, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee. I love that thought. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and before God. You know, that's the way you ought to feel when you wake up in the morning, man. You ought to wake up thirsty, amen. Uh, listen, not just for a good cup of coffee, amen, but for a good time with the Lord, amen. You should wake up, amen. Uh, listen, it's good to have a good cup of coffee, but it's better, amen, to have a good time with the Lord in the morning. Wake up, man, as a heart panteth after the water. Man, I'm up, amen. Let me throw a little water in my eyes, and man, let me get into the book, amen. Let me get alone with my God. That's how David I thought that's what mattered to him. Because you see, when your private life, when your private life is right with God, your public life will be right with people. <laughs> when your private life is right with God, then your public life will be right with people. Why was David's public life right with people no matter what his position was? Because his private life was right with the Lord. You see, when God is in his proper place, it makes it easier for our response in a place to be proper. <laughs> you see, when, when God is in his proper place, then no matter what, your, what, what place you might find yourself, your response will be proper. So, hey, uh, uh, when, when he gave him a position of leadership, his response was proper. When the people came out and said, oh, uh, uh, Saul has his thousands, David has ten thousands, his response was proper. He didn't get haughty about it. And then when he was demoted, right, his response was proper. 
Why? Because his relationship with his Lord was proper, so that helped him to respond proper in every situation. Look again at, at verse 5. Verse 5. Again, it says this about David. And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him. Again, and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war. And look at this. And he was accepted, look, in the sight of the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Notice it says, it makes that statement twice, in the sight of, in the sight of. He was accepted in the sight of the people, that's the average people, and then in the sight of Saul's servants, who are, of course, uh, that, that, that Saul's servants would have, what? would have been people with authority, right? Because they, they work for the king. So the people and the servants, the average man and the man with authority, right? Both, David found favor in their sight, both. So here's, here's something good to understand. When you treat people with kindness and respect and properly, no matter their status in life, whether they're the average person or whether they're a person of influence, your status will be raised in their sight. You don't have to try to uh, make yourself uh, look good or try to make yourself somebody. Amen. Just go out there and treat people right and be a witness for the Lord. And then the Lord will help you, amen, have the proper uh, position in their sight. Notice again, verses six and seven. And it came to pass as they came, when David was returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, that the women came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tabrets, with joy and with instruments of music. And again, verse seven, and the women answered one another as they played, saying, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. Here, David was the more popular one. Again, Saul had the position, but David had the hearts of the people. David didn't let his popularity go to his head. Again, he kept everything in perspective. He rose quickly, but he realized he could also go down quickly. Amen. That's a good thing he realized that because that's what happened, right? As quick as it comes, it can go. David understood that, and that's what ended up happening to him, right? That's exactly what happened. But of course, we know as we study Saul, he was a, he was a weak, insecure leader. The praise of David didn't go to David's head, but it sure went to Saul's head, didn't it? <laughs> the praise didn't go to David's head, but it went to Saul's head. And jealousy, jealousy is a terrible thing. Amen. Jealousy is a terrible thing. People don't get caught up. Young people don't get caught up in jealousy. Do not let what others say affect you. Amen. Remember this. Hey, listen, uh, uh, listen, because remember the people that praise you tomorrow are going to be could be the ones drawing the knives to uh, uh, the next day. Right. Like uh, uh, Paul said, uh, was it to the Galatians or who was it? He said it to. He said uh, he said um, or Colossians, where he said he said, you know, one moment he said, when I was there, man, you were ready to pluck out your eyes for me. He said, now you're going to count me your enemy because I tell you the truth. He said, he said, one moment they were giving him praise, the next moment, amen, they were turning uh, against him because that's how, that's how people are. Just remember, hey, whatever position God allows you to have, whatever uh, blessing God's given you, hey, at the end of the day, nobody's better than anybody else. We're all just individuals saved from our sin by the grace of God. Like Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 10, but by the, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Hey, whether, whether uh, 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 I, I'm just a captain over a uh, thousand, or whether I'm over the army, it doesn't matter to me. God gave me this position. I'm just glad, amen, to be in the service of the king. Remember, it went to Saul's head. Notice the program. It went to Saul's head, 
Then it went to his heart. Then it went to his hand. <laughs> and what happened? Uh, he threw a javelin and tried to kill David. He threw that javelin a couple of times and tried to kill David. But notice uh, uh, verse 10. Notice verse 10. It says, And it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from God came upon Saul, and he prophesied in the midst of the house. And what does it say about David? David played with his hand as at other times, and there was a javelin in Saul's hand. You see, that while there was a javelin in Saul's hand, right, trying to hurt David, there was a harp in David's hand trying to help Saul. You see, even when those turned against him, right, he still re responded correctly and tried to be a blessing. Now, think about that. I'm sure that Saul was a good shot with the javelin. He probably rarely missed an enemy. But Benjamites, I guess you call them, were known as good soldiers. Don't let that go to your head, Benjamin. Amen. But they were known as good soldiers, especially with a slingshot, right? Remember, he says with a hair, hair spritzer, however they say that, just amen. God, but God's hand of protection was upon David. And what's that show us? The safest place you can be is in the will of God. Well, when people think, oh, I don't want to surrender to God. He'll send me to some faraway place. Oh, listen. Uh, hey, listen. Uh, uh, I, 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 listen, that's why it never bothered me to go anywhere. The only, the only question I had was not where am I going. It didn't matter to me where I went. was at this moment, do I know I'm in the will of God? Hey, I could be in the middle of a war zone. I could be in the middle of jungle. It didn't matter to me, right? Uh, as long as I knew I was in the will of God. But you know what? I'd rather, I'd rather be uh, uh, standing right here today uh, than anywhere else. Why? Because I believe that where I am on this day, right? I believe this is the will of God for me for January uh, 12, 2022. So, hey, wherever I am, as long as I can say at that moment, amen, today, I want to be in the will of God. So uh, as we finish uh, this up, remember this. May the Lord help us. Whatever situation we face this year in 2022, right? Whatever, what, whatever happens, if, 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 if we get a promotion or a demotion, amen? If God allows us to move up or for some reason uh, we move down or uh, just laterally, whatever the case is, may the Lord help us, whatever the situation, one, to stay before his face, to stay before his face and behave ourselves wisely, before God and man, and to behave ourselves wisely before God and man. Listen, things can happen. You know what life happens. Things can happen uh, among family. Things can happen among friends. Things can happen at work. Things can happen at school and life in general. But again, life is more about, again, how we respond to it how we respond to it. And we see that with David. David always, at least in this chapter, he always responded correctly. He always behaved himself wisely. And so if I can say, Lord, uh, I don't know what lies ahead in 2022, but Lord, I, right now I want to ask for you to guide me and direct me and whatever happens in my life, if you should tarry and let me live, amen. Uh, this year, help me to behave myself wisely. Help me to behave myself wisely in all my ways. Lord, help me to behave myself very wisely. Whatever come my way, let, I want people to know, amen, that I'm trusting you with what's going on in my life and help me to, 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 to uh, uh, handle things correctly. When life, again, is not treating you fair, remember David, right? He had a correct, consistent conduct. Lord, help me to have correct, 
consistent conduct. Not just one time, but David, amen, he did it correctly and he did it consistently. And that's what we want. Lord, help me to do it correctly, but help me to do it correctly consistently. I don't want to be an up and down, in and out Christian. Amen. I want to handle things correctly and consistently. That's how I want my conduct to be. Again, 1 Samuel 18, 5, David behaved himself wisely and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. And you may, even though you may think there's people giving you a hard time, if you handle yourself wisely and correctly, let, let me tell you, you'll be accepted in the sight of all the people and of all the servants. And listen, they, they, they may be against you. You know, I think about uh, when, I, when I was in the military and God helped me. Listen, I had my peers, right? I had the people and then I had those over me, right? I had the servants, <laughs> of, uh, 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 right? Uh, uh, those in authority. And listen, they probably, they probably didn't all agree with me. And again, I don't mean this in any boast way, but I, but I know God showed me that I had their respect. I told you, even my first sergeant, they didn't like me. He had to come and say, uh, uh, Sergeant Stewart, I, you're the only guy I can trust, so I'm going to need your help, right? See, and so, you know, and that was the grace of God. That wasn't me. That was just the grace of God, amen, allowing me, despite whatever, right, to be, to hopefully conduct myself wisely, that my, I might be accepted in their sight. They may not tell you that, but you will be accepted in their sight. They will respect you, even though they may not tell you or agree with you because they wish, amen, that they had the peace and direction and, uh, 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 and the things that you have uh, in your life and that they had something that they could believe in so, so strongly or that helped them through life like you have. And of course, we finish with Christ was always our great example, no matter what happened in life. Hebrews 12, 3, we'll finish with this verse. For consider him. David, amen, you can consider him. He's a good example. But of course, Christ, consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners. And what? No matter what happened in his life, against himself, lest you be worried and faint in your minds. And reminded, amen, that Jesus Christ, no matter what happened in his life, he conducted himself correctly, consistently uh, as well. And so you see, uh, that's the thing. If you're like Jesus, what's it say about Jesus? It says, Jesus Christ, the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Jesus, amen, he's not up and down. He's not out. Jesus is like this, amen? And if we walk with God and we allow him to have full control in our life, you know what we'll see in our life? We'll, they'll be able to say that about you. Hey, uh, 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 Adam Wood, the same, no matter what happens in his life. Amen. Uh, Brother Mark, no matter what happens in his life, he's consistent. Amen. Uh, 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 that, that's the testimony we want to have. Amen. Uh, Jesus Christ is always the same. And of course, we're not like him, but people should see that no matter what happens, right, we're consistent in our Christian testimony that no matter what happens, no matter what position, God allows us to behave wisely, correctly, and consistently. May that be our desire for this next year. Let's pray.